ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ವಿವೇಕಾನಂದ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಕರ್ಮ ಇನ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಇಫೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆನ್ ಕ್ಯಾರೆಕ್ಟರ್ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ all the actions that we see in the world all the movements in human society all the works that we have around us are simply the display of thought the manifestation of the will of man machines or instruments cities ships or men of war all these are simply the manifestation of the will of man and this will is caused by the character and character is manufactured by karma as is karma so is the manifestation of the will the men of mighty will be will the world has produced have all been tremendous workers gigantic souls with wills powerful enough to overturn worlds wills they got by persistent work th- uh, through ages and ages such a gigantic will is that of a buddha or a jesus could not be obtained in one life for we know who their fathers are it is not known that their fathers ever spoke a word for the good of mankind millions and millions of carpenters like joseph and uh, had gone millions are still living millions and millions of petty kings like buddha's father had been in the world if it was only a case of hereditary transmission how do you account for this petty prince who who was not perhaps obeyed by his own servants producing this son whom half a world worships how do you explain the gulf between the carpenter and his son whom millions of human beings worship as god it cannot be solved by the theory of heredity the gigantic will which buddha and jesus threw over the world whence did it come whence came this accumulation of power it must have been there through ages and ages continually growing bigger and bigger until it burst on society in a buddha or a jesus even rolling down to the present day so we can see children not in the same way as their parents but almost similar because usually uh, god fits every individual soul into a or individual jeeva into such a fa- family so that he will be having the similar samskaras pura or uh, karmas so in that way actually the scientific way is the another way uh, that is genetic uh, transmission of the uh, qualities but the karma principle hmm, doctrine of karma uh, it indicates the previous births of the same hmm, will be Uh, the uh, culture or the samskara uh, will be continued from the previous births of the same individual that jiva or soul so it is not actually hereditary but it is from his previous birth 
he continues all this is determined by karma work no one can get anything unless he earns it this is an eternal law we may sometimes think it is uh, it is not so but in the long run we become convinced of it a man may struggle all his life for riches he may cheat thousands but he finds at last that he did not deserve to become rich and his life becomes a trouble and a nuisance to him we may go on accumulating things for our physical enjoyment but only what we earn is really ours a fool may buy all the books in the world and they will be in his library but he will be able to read only those that he deserves to and this deserving is produced by karma our karma determines what we deserve and what we can assimilate we are responsible for what we are and whatever we wish ourselves to be we have the power to make ourselves if what we are now has been the result of our own past actions it certainly follows that whatever we wish to be in future can be produced by our present actions so we have to know how to act you will say what is the use of learning how to work everyone works in some way or other in this world isn't it so but there is such a thing as frittering away our energies with regard to karma yoga the gita says that it is doing work with cleverness and as a science by knowing how to work one can obtain the greatest results you must remember that all work is simply to bring out the power of the mind which is already there to wake up the soul the power is inside every man so he is knowing the different works are like blowing to bring them out to cause these jains to wake up man works with various motives there cannot be work without motive some people want to get fame and they work for fame others want money and they work for money others want to have power and they work for power others want to get to heaven and they work for the same others want to leave a name when they die as they do in china where no man gets a title until he is dead and that is a better way after all than with us when a man does something very good there they give a title of nobility to his father who is dead or to his grandfather some people work of uh, work for that some of the followers of certain mohammedan sects work all their lives to have a big tomb built for them when they die i know sects among whom as soon as a child is born a tomb is prepared for it that is among them the most important work a man has to do and the bigger and the finer the tomb the better of the man is supposed to be others work as a penance do all sorts of wicked things then erect a temple or give something to the priests to buy them off and obtain from them a passport to heaven they think that this kind of uh, beneficence will clear them and they will go to they will go scot free in spite of their sinfulness such are some of the various motives for work work for work's sake 
there are some who are really the salt of the earth in every country and who work for work's sake who do not care for name or fame or even to go to heaven they work just because good will come of it there are others who do good to the poor and help mankind from still higher motives because they believe in doing good and love good the motive for name and fame seldom brings immediate results as a rule they come to us when we are old and have almost done in, uh, with life if a man works without any selfish motive in view does he not gain anything yes he gains the highest unselfishness is more paying only people have not the patience to practice it it is more paying from the point of view of health also love truth and unselfishness are not merely moral figures of speech but they form our highest ideal because in them lies such a manifestation of power in the first place a man who can work for 5 days or even for 5 minutes without any selfish motive whatever without thinking of future of heaven of punishment of anything or anything of the kind has in him the capacity to become a powerful moral giant it is hard to do it but in the heart of our hearts we know its value and good it brings it is the greatest manifestation of power this tremendous restraint self restraint is a manifestation of greatest greater power than all outgoing action a carriage with four horses may rush down a hill unrestrained or the coachman may curb the horses which is the greater manifestation of power to let them go or to hold them a cannon ball flying through the air goes a long distance and falls another is cut short in its flight by striking against a wall and the impact generates intense heat all outgoing energy following a selfish motive is frittered away it will not cause power to return to you but if restrained it will result in development of power this self control will tend to produce a mighty will a character which makes a christ or a buddha foolish men do not know this secret they nevertheless want to rule mankind even a fool may rule the whole world if he works and waits let him wait a few years restrain that foolish idea of governing and when that idea is wholly gone he will be a power in the world the majority of us cannot see beyond a few years just as some animals cannot see beyond a few steps just a little narrow circle that is our world we have not the patience to look beyond and thus become immoral and wicked this is our weakness our powerlessness even the lowest forms of work are not to be despised let the man who knows to, who knows no better work for selfish ends for name and fame but everyone should always try to get towards higher and higher motives and to understand them to work we have the right but not to the fruits thereof karmaneva adhikaraste ma phaleshu kadachana leave the fruits alone why care for results if you wish to help a man never think what that man's attitude should be towards you if you want to do a great or a good work do not trouble to think what the result will be there arises a difficult question in this deal of work intense activity is necessary we must also uh, we must always work we cannot live a minute without work what then becomes of rest here is one side of the life struggle work in which we are whirled rapidly round and here is the other that of calm retiring renunciation everything is peaceful around 
there is very little of noise and show only nature with her animals and flowers and mountains neither of them is a perfect picture a man used to solitude if brought in contact with the surging whirlpool of the world will be crushed by it just as the fish that lives in the deep sea water as soon as it is brought to the surface breaks into pieces deprived of the weight of water on it that had kept it together can a man who has been used to the turmoil and rush of life live at ease if he comes to a quiet place he suffers and perchance may lose his mind the ideal man is he who in the midst of the greatest silence and solitude finds the intense intensest activity and in the midst of the intensest activity finds the silence and solitude of desert he has learned the secret of restraint he has controlled himself he goes through the streets of a big city with all its traffic and his mind is as calm as if he were in a cave where not a sound could reach him and he is intensely working all the time that is the ideal of karma yoga and if you have attained to that you have already really learned the secret of work but we have to begin from the beginning to take up the works as they come to us and slowly make ourselves more unselfish every day we must do the work and find out the motive power that prompts us and almost without exception in the first years we shall find that our motives are always selfish but gradually this selfishness will melt by persistence till at last will come the time when we shall be able to do really unselfish work we may all hope that some day or other as we struggle through the paths of life there will come a time when we shall become perfectly unselfish and the moment we attain to that all our powers will be concentrated and the knowledge which is ours will be manifest so this is the karma in its effects on the character next in the next session that is in 22nd session we will see each is great in his own place so this ends the 22nd session uh sorry 21st session हरे राम ओं तत्सत